Blog Talk Radio. The headlights are a cut in the fog on a midnight highway. And 18 wheels are a driving through the dawn. There's a Blue Ridge Mountain sunrise filling the mirror. Ashtrays full, the coffee's almost gone And the truckers heading west to Colorado Passing the miles with his friends on the CB coast And tonight the truck stops somewhere out in nowhere And tomorrow's the wind and the open road
see what we can do here. It always takes a few minutes to get logged into Blog Talk Radio, and I don't know why. It's, it's just always a slow go. Uh, so we'll see if we can get uh, get the switchboard on. Maybe Mary Lou is there, and we can get her mic connected. Okay, what's everybody been doing? Um, obviously, Labor Day weekend, everybody's come out traveling. The um, gasoline prices are about as low as they've been in many years. So everybody can afford to go out and, uh, you know, travel around the country and, and see our beautiful country. Um, for us in Colorado, it is the 100th anniversary of Rocky Mountain National Park. And that, I'll tell you what, winter or summer, uh, in fact, you should go twice. You should go in the winter and you should go in the summer. It is uh, just as spectacular in you know winter and summer season. Of course, now, you know, dress appropriately for the wintertime. It does get cool up there. Uh, it gets colder up there in Rocky Mountain National Park than it does down in Texas. Let's see now. I see. Okay, I'm on here. Got the switchboard up. Uh, Lou, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. How you doing? Okay. Uh, doing good. I just stopped. Um, just now got to Nashville to the truck stop. And it looks like my other driver's going to be here sometime around 9 o'clock, um, which is about five hours from now. Okay, and that's good. I, I, I have to take a 10-hour break, so he's going to wake me up right in the middle of the 10-hour break. Um, of course. As soon as as soon as the show is over, um, I'll set up next week's show, and then I've got to lay down and take a couple hours now. That's cool. I know you've yeah. been running. Uh yeah, I just did um, six hours and thirty six hours six hours and thirty six minutes straight driving, uh, four hundred twenty five miles. Damn. I made it up to Tifton, Georgia last night. Good. Yeah, folks, I went, um, I left out of Ocala yesterday, and I went up to uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Um, My Onco Space Unit in Tallahassee is like three blocks from uh, FSU Stadium. So on game day, uh, my folks up there in Tallahassee open up our our back area, uh, normally where we have outdoor activities, they open up the back area and we do car parking for the stadium. And, of course, you know, we make a little bit of money on that. Uh, and that also gets to what we're doing there, what Conco space is and all that sort of thing. So it gives them a chance to maybe look around, uh, see if they would like to uh, get involved in co-working and all that. Uh, anyway, I spent the afternoon up there in Tallahassee um, with my guys and uh, health park cars and all that. Uh, and then uh, there was a little rainstorm came through with some lightning. They had a lightning delay on the FSU game. And I can't remember who it was exactly that they played, but the end score was something like 56 to 19. 
Wow. Uh, FSU, FSU just beat the hell out of the opposing team. Anyway, that was the game. And uh, by the time it all got over with and uh, I got myself on up, I made it as far as trip to Georgia, and then I had to take a 10-hour break. Uh, I'm running these electronic logs now, and they are unforgiving, folks. You do what, what you need to do, and that's it. I mean, right now, I have to, I have to show a 10-hour break, um, which means I will be able to drive again at 2 a.m. So like I said, Lee, as soon as the show's over, that's it for me. i got to lay down and take a couple-hour nap. Then we've got to switch trailers, and i got to stay here for another four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And the other guy said he wasn't, he, when he got here, he was going to take a 10-hour break. So I could uh, I could just go ahead, swap with him, get my stuff done, and then uh, hang out. He can hang out for 10 hours. i got a parking spot for him already, so he'll need to find a parking spot in here for my trip. Anyway, that's what's going on between that and Labor Day weekend. Um, Lou, why don't you catch people up, because I'm still trying to put my truck together here. Um <coughs> I just got shut down here, so I need to, uh, I got a couple of minutes, I need to move stuff around real quick, so why don't you catch folks up on now that I've got the uh, switchboard done, and then we'll get back into the show. Okay, well, I just got in from work, and I was late getting in because I had to stop and pick up a couple things, but, um, and of course, there is traffic out there, this being a holiday weekend. Although I think most people have already reached their destinations because a lot of them probably took yesterday off or at least left early. I would hope they left early and took their time. Um, Today so far has been very clear weather-wise. While Pete was here, he was here off and on for a few days, um, catching up on some much-needed rest. He got in Tuesday, and Thursday he had to deliver in South Florida and pick up about halfway, oh, more than halfway up. It was only about an hour out. Picked up there, and then he was off until yesterday morning when he took off. So he got a chance to get some things done and, like I said, got some much-needed rest. Um, I was off part of that time with him, which was good and unusual, and I really enjoyed it. Tomorrow being Labor Day, a lot of people are going to be barbecuing and so forth, and I know a lot of people are probably going to be traveling as well, especially if they went any distance out. They've got to get back so the kids can be in school Tuesday and they can be back at work. Our weather is slowing down a little bit. Uh, We've not had any rain yet today. I'm not even sure if we got any yesterday, a little bit yesterday, but that's about all I know of for sure, was a little bit. My football team did amazing yesterday. Actually, they did normal. They won their game um, 43-9, to I think it was, or something like that. It was a blowout, which blowouts are not normally any fun because they get boring. I like really, really close games where you don't know what's going to happen or when. I do get into football, yes, 
I do enjoy certain teams. And I can get kind of boisterous. I've scared my poor dogs a couple of times because I get to yelling. But, hey, everybody does their own thing. But this is football season, so every weekend there is going to be traffic. And, of course, my mantra, as everybody knows that has done any listening to this show at all, is slow down, appreciate the scenery, appreciate everything around you, appreciate who you're with, sit back, relax, and just drive sanely. That's all I ask of anybody. Take your time and be sane. So other than that, um, there's really not a whole lot going on. Not around here anyway. How are you doing, Peter? Are you just about done? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, okay. we don't, you know, we don't have a whole lot of news items today. I mean, it's been um, basically this week's been the same old, same old. You know, you got all the politicians on the uh, uh, Republican side that are uh, trying to uh, run for president. And, of course, Donald Trump has been uh, been pretty much the big deal as far as that goes. Um, kind of interesting, you know, Donald Trump is, is kind of a, a New York liberal, but yet he's trying to run on the Republican side. So that's kind of an oddball thing. Uh, anyway, uh, we have some big news. In fact, uh, I'm going to say that it is Gigante news, folks. Sabado Gigante. Now, if, you, uh, if you're not familiar with Sabado Gigante, that is Giant Saturday. It is, um, it is a Spanish-language variety show. You know, Lou, this is the longest-running show in the world. It is. Uh, it started in 1966. It's. Uh, it has been hosted since 1966 by Chilean TV star Mario Kreutzberger. Now, you hear the name Mario Kreutzberger and you think this guy is Spanish. His um um basically fled Europe during World War II. Um, I'm not sure um, exactly where they where they came from. But he um, he started the show in 1962. He was in his 20s. Anyway, I heard today, folks, that um, it is going to be going off the air. Unbelievable. Um, this show has been a mainstay of Latino television since 1952. It's, it's, it's run and it's post has been around more than anybody else. Okay, anyway, I heard a really good interview today with uh, Mario Kreutzberg. And he was talking about the show and how it got started and um, 
you know, the controversies involved with it over the years and all that. But this show has been on since 1952 in Chilean television. And then he moved it, um, moved it to the United States, the Univision. Uh, let's see now. When did it, uh, I'm looking to see when it started on Univision. It was one of the first shows on Univision. Now, I don't know. Have you ever seen the show, Lou? No. Okay. And a lot of people, a lot of my listeners are going to say, no, they didn't see the show. Salvador Gigante is a three-hour kind of a variety show. And when I say variety, I mean there is a variety of things within the show. They, they have, um, you know, they have crazy game sticks, fans, um in fact, Bob Barker said he was one of their fans. Um, they have crazy, crazy skits. They have serious episodes. You know, um, every show reunites a family. A lot of uh, a lot of Latino people have come up from Caribbean and uh, Central American countries, come to the United States, and uh, Mario would. Uh, find somebody and bring their mother or father back up from the old country or whatever, and they would have a reunion right on the show. All sorts of crazy things. He, his show, um, and it was interesting, some of the things they were talking about, that on the one hand, the, um, the different LGBT groups have given him awards, and on the other hand, he has characters on the show that are basically caricatures of Latino gays. It's it's a funny show. Um, that, that's how oddball the show is, and uh, and so it it is going off the year. Take a look at uh, Wikipedia, Salvador Chicante. Read read over about the show and everything, and even if you don't speak Spanish. Um, I would say yes, going on to Univision, you know, I, I don't know when the last show is, but it's coming up. Uh, I think at the end of September. You don't need to speak Spanish to see how hilarious it is. You know, there's there's things that they do on the show, some of the skits and everything. You may not, um, you know, you, you might not get it language-wise, but, it, but there's so many sight gags on there. Uh, let's see now. On April 17, 2015, Univision announced that Salvador Gigante would be canceled after 53 years, with its final episode airing on September 19th. Okay, so we're coming up to the final episode. Um, if I was someplace where I could... And I've actually watched the show before, though. You know, every once in a while... Um, if I happen to get into a motel or something, I'll throw on the innovation for about an hour or so. No matter what time. And, and I'll listen to the Spanish language. And, you know, understanding and, and, and knowing the rock, I can, I can understand Spanish. Spanish is a romance language, uh, the same as, uh, as basically as English. And after a while, you can you can start picking up Sabado, Saturday, Sabado. 
Saturday to Sunday or Giant Saturday. So I would do that, and every and and sometimes I would be lucky enough on a Saturday evening to pick up Sabado Gigante and watch that, and and it's just unbelievable, you know, like the dunk tanks and things like that they have on Crazy TV. Uh, they have all sorts of stuff like that. Up. Anyway, so long. You know what our problem is, Lou, in America, is that in American English on American TV, it doesn't count. That's the problem with us. We completely forget about the fact that there are other languages and other television stations in other nations. Everything is America. You know, that's that's the end of our vision, is America. Salvador Gigante has been on for 53 years, folks. Uh, American show. Wasn't that like Gunsmoke or something? One of the longest was Gunsmoke, right, Lou? Um, um, which one? Gunsmoke. You're coming garbled again. I said, one of the longest-running TV shows for American television was Gunsmoke. Definitely. It was. Okay. It still could have gone further, I think. Yeah. Okay, now you also have, as far as a variety talk show, you have The Tonight Show. Oh, yeah. Um, the Tonight Show has been on a long time, but it's also had, what, four hosts? At least, at, at yeah. least three. Uh, started with Jack Parr. I do uh, believe. I don't, think, I don't think so. I'm not sure, but I think Steve Allen was the first host. Who? Yes, Steve you're Allen. right. I think you're right. It was it, Steve it, Allen. If I remember, it was Steve Allen, and then he only did a couple of that. Uh, episodes. I mean, look, because I believe that there was somebody else that started that show and then Jack Parker fell. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has been on NBC since 1954. Um, it says World's Longest Running Okay, so Sabado Gigante as a variety show is longer. Okay, um, the Tonight Show, Steve Allen, 1954 to 57. Jack Parr, 57 to 62. Johnny Carson, 62 to 92. And then you have Jay Leno, mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien, and Jimmy Fallon. Yep. So there have been six hosts of The Tonight Show where with Sabado Gigante there has been one host for 52 years. Or 53 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tonight Show is the longest running talk show in the world. Saturday Gigante is the longest running variety show in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Anyway, like I said, now September nineteenth is going to be the last um the last episode of Sabado Gigante. Um seriously folks, you know, I, I know they're gonna have it in reruns and everything and, and if you are a Spanish speaker, um, you're probably already familiar with Sabado Gigante. I mean it's a crazy show. They do they do some really wacky stuff. Um it is the number one variety Spanish language show in the world. Without a doubt. And and Mario Kreutzberger has really um he literally has put his life into that show. Anyway, that's uh that's basically all the news I got, bro. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. Nothing really else, um, you know. You can't top sometimes you cannot top Salvador Gigante. <laughs> anyway, um have you heard or seen anything uh in the news this past week that uh you would wish to comment on or pass along to the folks? I was thinking you know, trying to think about there was a couple of things and I can't remember them and of course I can't get to my computer. Yeah because of my little awards down here. Um, uh, okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, Florida State against Texas State was yesterday's game. Florida State versus Texas State. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 59 to 16. Wow. And then next weekend... Um, they are home again, and they are playing South Florida. Uh, and then September 18th, they are playing Boston College, and I think they're at Boston College. Mm-hmm. But this past this weekend and next weekend, they are home in Tallahassee. So uh, we're going to be having the uh, the parking for next week also, folks. And that is. That is our Arco State location at 704, 704 West Madison. And it is literally blocks from the stadium. Very easy walk to the stadium from there. So anyway, if you're going to go to the FSU game next weekend in Tallahassee, 704 West Madison is your parking spot. So come on, drop in, leave your car, everything's fine. Don't enjoy yourselves at the game. Okay. I can do commercials when it's my place, right, Lou? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, what else do we got going? <clears throat> Did you miss any celebrity passes last week? I'm sorry? Did we miss any celebrity passing last week? Other than Dean Jones. Um, did we talk about Dean Jones? Or did Dean Jones die after Sunday? That's what I'm trying to remember. I don't okay, remember well, talking you, uh, about him last week, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. 
God, they're already talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth. What? Yes. What happens when Queen Elizabeth dies? On businessinsider.com, they are already talking about what what's going to happen when Queen Elizabeth dies. Oh, my Lord. Now, you know, we have to remember, but Queen Elizabeth is, what, in her 80s? Yeah. This says the death of Queen Elizabeth will be the most disruptive event in Britain in the last 70 years. Yeah. The movie. Well, yeah. Okay, she's 88 years old. She ascended to the throne in 1952. She has... She has seen 12 prime ministers and lived through another 12 U.S. presidents. Yeah, Business Insider, and and the first thing they're talking about, you know, now this is on businessinsider.com, but it says for at least 12 days, what's wrong with my computer? Oh, it's still, it says, for at least 12 days, Britain will grind away halt. It will cost the British economy billions in lost earnings. The stock market and banks will close for an indefinite period. <laughs> so, of course, business from China to Britain's economy will grind away halt. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's going to be the biggest thing um, in, in Great Britain in at least the last 70 years. And, and what they're referring to in the last 70 years is the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Queen Elizabeth is 88 years old. She has, she has really gone a lot longer than what a lot of people would have thought she was gone. Right? We also have to look at the prospect of her past time. That's not going to be too many years from now, folks. And it's interesting, Lou, even now I still see people posting pictures of Queen Elizabeth and all on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. and she's got her nice big round, round hat on and she's waving to the people and all that. You know, she just, she just keeps moving on. Yes, she does. She's, she's a very strong lady. She's probably going to be going to be dead two or three days before she realizes she's dead. <clears throat> That's highly possible because she doesn't slow down. No, no, it's just unbelievable. Uh, Dean Jones, we did mention Dean Jones. Um, he star of a lot of the Walt Disney films passed away. He was, um, I think, he was eighty-two or eighty-four, something like that. Yeah. We have done didn't we do the Herb didn't we do the Herbie movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Herbie we did was, those. Herbie Herbie was a Volkswagen Beetle that pretty much came to life and it was a it was a Walt Disney um production. They did a couple of movies about Herbie. Um kinda similar to the T V series, My Mother's a Car. <laughs> where, the, where the car, where the car would, would 
talk and act uh, in a human manner. Did, I remember did, now which which. Go ahead. Yeah, he did a lot of those. Uh, you know, they were they were kind of fun, lighthearted Disney type movies of the sixties. You know, one of the funniest, best ones that he did with Haley Mills when she was young was That Darn Cat. Yeah. That was a riot. I still, well, if it's on and I'm watching it, I will still laugh just as hard as I did years ago. Well, still people Even though I know what's that. coming. Still people <laughs> in on the general premise of that because that was a movie that I really did watch. Well, go ahead. Explain the movie real briefly. Well, Haley Mills was a a young teenage girl, and she had this cat. And Dean Jones actually was, um, I believe, an FBI agent. And they were trying to catch some bad guys, and the cat kept getting in the middle of everything. And they finally put a... um, like a, a, a microphone, you know, a, a mic on the cat. So the cat the cat was going in and out of everywhere. They knew what was going on and kind of what to look for, but the cat would always get in the way and, and trip somebody up or do something. And it was just every time you turned around, somebody was yelling that darn cat. That's basically the premise of the movie. But it was played out quite well, and Dean Jones can do a lot with a straight face that is comical as can be. Uh huh. He was very good. Yeah, um, there were a number of other kinds of movies also along those lines. Just good. He did one with um, Imogene Coca, Paul Lind, Jack Lemon. And um, not Edie Gourmet, the blonde Edie. I can't think of her name. Jack Lemon had this apartment building, and he rented apartments, and he always got the young girls in there. Well, this one young girl that went in had a fiancé, and, of course, they were on abstinence, et cetera. And... He kept trying and never got anywhere, and he he wound up uh, having a quite a wild party. He always had wild parties, and thought that he was with one person, and it turned out he was with this girl's aunt. And it just, I, under the yum yum tree was the name of it. Oh, it also is that. a riot. It's a comedy. It is hilarious. It's yeah. good, good old-fashioned movie. And he was in okay, that. This, he was in a lot uh, of movies. Yeah, I'm looking at um, at Wikipedia. Um, it says that he starred in the NBC television sitcom Ensign O'Toole, 1962 mm-hmm. to 1963, portraying an easygoing and inexperienced officer on a U.S. Navy destroyer. His co-stars include include Jack Mullaney, Jack Albertson, J.C. Flippin, Harvey Lempeck, and Bo Bridges. 
Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Encinoto was the lead-in show on NBC to Walt Disney's The Wonderful World. Um, Disney ordered a print of Jones' latest film, Under the Yum Yum Tree, to study. Disney signed Jones on for a string of Disney films in the 1960s and 70s. Uh, that's on tap. And he did The Ugly Dachshund, Blackbeard's Ghost, Snowball Express. He did the uh, Love Bug series. That was uh, Herbie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was four or five of them, and uh, uh, he did um, with Jane Fonda a, nun, a, a one called Any Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did another one when every day was the Fourth of July. The long days of summer. Oh, he also co-starred with uh, Gregory Peck and Danny DeVito in the movie Other People's Money in 1991. <laughs> in the family film Beethoven. Beethoven was, um, what was Beethoven, a great Dane or something? Um... um... No, not a Great Dane. The one that carries the rum, St. Bernard. Oh, St. Bernard. Okay, okay. And it also says after his uh, film career, in 1998, Jones founded the Christian Rescue Committee, an organization that helps provide a way of escape to Jews, Christians, and others persecuted for their faith. He always had something to do with uh, with his Christian beliefs and he wasn't the kind of person that would hit you over the head with it. He actually went out and and did his good work with the Christian mm-hmm. Rescue Committee. Um, passed away September 1st, 2015 at the age of 84 of Parkinson's disease. Uh, let's see now. Some of his movies, The Shaggy DA. That was another one. A lot of these were, were Disney films, folks. But I didn't know that he, he uh, had a movie uh, with uh, Gregory Peck. I didn't remember that, no. Uh, other People's Money. <laughs> I'd have to find that. That's a Gregory Peck movie I'm not familiar with, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in Claire and Present Danger, the Tom Clancy movie. Other People's Money, 1991. Okay, let's see. It says, this was the last substantial substantial feature film role of Gregory Peck. Danny DeVito played Larry the Liquidator, a successful corporate radio who has become rich buying up companies and selling off their assets. Um, with the help of a computerized stock analysis program, Larry has identified New England Wireless Cable as his next target. 
the struggling company is run by the benevolent and folksy Andrew Jorgensen, who was played by Gregory Peck. Okay. It's one of those late 80s, early 90s uh, corporate radio movies, and you have the, uh, the good guy company owner that doesn't want to sell. Anyway, that's, uh, we're going to have to check that one out. And Dean Jones yeah. plays Dean Jones plays the company president. So yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see that one. That was apparently that was Gregory Peck's last starring starring movie. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay now, what else do we have? We're coming up on about um twelve minutes to the end of the show actually. There was another one, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember who. I can't remember the name or anything. Just in the last couple of days, I talked to you about it, I thought, because I mentioned the fact that it's, it surprised me that some of these stars now are younger than I am. This person was 66. Um, not sure who that would be. An I think actor it was yesterday. An actor or what? I think it was an actor. That's what I'm trying to remember, and I can't. I think it was last night that we talked about it. Yeah. Well, let me look here real quick. Yeah, because you were here Friday night. See if there's anybody listed real quick on Google here. Ah. Got it. Oh, by the way, um, you have my charge board for the computer. No. Where is it? I gave it to you in the car. Leave it to me in the car. Well, maybe it's okay, not in the book someplace. Well, I do have well, your your um, bag. Another one, Vivian Eng, the King and I Broadway actress, 51 years old. Vivian Eng. And I see Dean Jones, Dean Jones. Um, Kyle Jean-Baptiste, actor in Le Miserables, dies at age 21. Is that who you were thinking of? No. That's about all we got, really. Hmm, okay. I'll remember it eventually. Um, Terrence Evans, actor in Star Trek and Terminator 2. Male or female? So, male or female? I'm sorry? Male or female? Male. Okay. Um, I can't think of his name. 
another one. Um, the, the guy that did, um, like, Nightmare on Elm Street and all that, the director, uh, he passed away. Did horror films. Not who it was, but I know you have an idea who you're talking about, yeah. Wes Craven. Wes Craven passed away. He was 76 years old. He did a lot of those horror movies. Horror. Yeah, he did. Horror and what they call slasher movies. Uh Uh-huh. Definitely not my kind of movie. (laughs) Oh, some of them are so hilarious. They really are. Well, yeah. Um, Some people get into them. I don't. So that's all I that's all right. We'll, we'll remember. I'll remember it. Okay. All right. Well, that's all, that's all I could come, with, come up with for now, Liz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll what figure it out. <laughs> what, what else do we have in a few minutes, a few minutes remaining? Just basically what I said earlier. Please be careful. It's a holiday weekend. People do stupid things. Slow down. Relax. Pay attention and get there in one piece. And don't knock my guys off the road, please. Yep, that's true. And if you get a chance, if you get a chance, please thank a truck driver because without them, there's a lot of food and clothing and other things you wouldn't have because they're the ones that transport it. Now I'm done. Yeah, I just retweeted something about that the other day about, um, uh, you know, um, the, the biggest part of the food supply chain is the trucks that, rent, that move everything. I just I just tweeted that article the other day. You know, we're we're kind of we're, we're the biggest part of the, of the food chain, folks. Um, you know, it goes from farmer's field to warehouse on a truck. It goes from warehouse to distribution center on another truck. And it goes from distribution center to the retail store on yet another truck. So there's at least three trucks involved in your food. Anyway, that's what's going on. Lou, uh, thanks a lot. Go ahead and uh, clear out of here because uh, I've got paperwork and a map to get in real quick and all that. Plus, i got to run in and get something to eat. Um, so anyway, let me let you go. And uh, folks, have a good uh, Labor Day weekend. Be careful on the roads this weekend for sure. Uh, pay attention to what Mary Lou tells you. That's that's definite. Anyway, any uh, any other final words here before we cut out, Lou? No, just have a good night and see you later in the week, maybe. Yep, I will be. I will be back in Florida, folks. I'm I'm turning around in Nashville. They're bringing the trailer from Denver to Nashville, and then we're going to swap trailers. The trailer I have is to Denver for delivery next week, and the trailer they're bringing me is headed down to Florida for uh, four or five deliveries this week. So that's what we're doing. We are we are doing uh, kind of the Pony Express handoff. Anyway, folks, have a good uh, Labor Day weekend, and uh, we will see you here next Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 
4 p.m. Mountain Time for the Interactive Internet with myself, Steve Park of OncoSpace.com, and Mary Lou, and maybe Brian, and whoever else we can find, Lou. So, uh, thanks for listening. Um, Lou, thanks for being there, and, uh, you know, it's always better to have a show with at least one other voice than mine. Thank okay. you. All right. Okay, folks. See you here next Sunday. Thanks, Mary Lou. Thanks, everybody else. We'll hit our closing theme and be gone. See you here next Sunday, folks. Bye-bye. Again, don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day.